thank you for joining me in this special edition. Thank you ahead of time for subscribing, either on YouTube, Rumble, or the many audio platforms where this program is heard. Thank you for sharing. Thank you for liking. I appreciate that. We live in a day of delusion. People have exchanged the truth for a lie. We've had three generations, particularly here in the United States, that have been indoctrinated to believe crazy stuff. You've heard me speak about the environment. Well, now we get onto something even greater than that. And that's the hatred that's been unleashed on this planet from a particular sect that believes they have the corner on the market when it comes to God and spirituality and the way the rest of us shall live. I was involved in a radio interview yesterday. I'm not going to mention the station or the program. But during the course of, of my, my talk regarding the situation in Israel and the situation in Palestine, and, and I was trying to bring some history to the equation because I believe that in order to have a great understanding of these issues of the day, you have to understand the historical, and I've done podcasts on that, which you can see. Uh, it was as if all of my words just faded away into nothingness, and callers came on, and right away the callers began blaming Israel for its many atrocities. And I said, could you please name one atrocity for me? And of course they couldn't. And another caller came on and said, Israel brought this on themselves. The Jews brought this on themselves. They've been asking for it. They've been a menace. They've been harmful. They've been hurtful. I said, what are you even talking about? Again, no response. And then another person uh, decided to rip into me. Well, I've heard you on the radio many times. And, you know, I've, having been on the radio for so many years, I get a sense for what's going on as soon as people start talking. This one person came on and said glowing things about me, and I could tell, okay, I'm, I'm waiting for things to turn any moment. And then they said, I've, I've heard you on the radio before. I know you've talked about being Jewish, and I, I really don't talk about that. I've heard you on the radio before. I know you've talked about being Jewish, and you know, you know that the Jews have done a lot to bring this on themselves. Are we back in Nazi Germany? I was driving by a pro-Palestinian rally. I'm not going to name the town last Friday. And when I saw the young kids with Jews for Palestine, it was everything I could do to prevent myself from jumping out of the vehicle and shouting, are you crazy? Go into one of those territories and try being Jewish for one minute. When I saw the, the gays for Palestine, I thought, are you crazy? Go into one of those territories and try being outwardly gay for 10 minutes. You'll be tortured for the first nine and a half before they finally do you in. When... when when, if I could only speak to some of these, these mind-numb robots and say, do you understand the word Hamas means violence? Do you get that? Do you understand that, that there, really were, there really was torture going on during that invasion? Do you understand that? 
Well, they would probably say like so many, that's all propaganda, that didn't happen. It's a day of delusion. I, besides my new radio show on KSFO in San Francisco every Wednesday from 6 to 7, <clears throat> forgive me as I get a little emotional here, I also do a radio show on uh, KAZM in Sedona, Arizona. It airs throughout northern Arizona every Friday morning from 8 to 9 a.m. And on this most recent broadcast, we interviewed the guy who is my favorite congressman right now, Eli Crane. He's a freshman congressman from Arizona. Eli Crane is a former Navy SEAL. He did 13 years in the SEALs. He joined the SEALs after 9-11. He was a college student and said, that's it. I, I got to do something. I'm out of college. I'm, I'm, I'm going to the Navy. I want to be a SEAL. And he became a SEAL. 13 years. Many deployments, as you will hear. Uh, he was our guest on this radio station, KAZM, which, by the way, turns into a podcast. You can hear it at the entire interview at straighttalksedona.com. But I'm going to take a portion of that interview because I want to play it on my own podcast. It's, it's so important that you hear what this guy has to say about this current enemy in Israel. And then I ask him the question, Congressman, what keeps you up at night? And he goes on to talk about our border. And he gives you some statistics. The statistics he's going to present are from the last two years during the Biden administration, the MAMs, military age males that have been caught at the border trying to come into the United States of America. Tens of thousands. Middle age men, middle military age men from countries that are known for being terrorism hotbeds and Islamic hotbeds. They were caught at our border. Now, we don't know how many were never caught, but you'll, you'll hear the numbers. They were caught at our border. And, and the tragedy is, we don't know, because the Biden administration won't tell anybody. We don't know how many of them were turned away, how many of them were detained, or how many were just led into the country with a piece of paper saying, here's your court date. We'll look into your situation a bit later. And then I asked him about the person working for the Department of Homeland Security in charge of asylum, who had two posts recently, two social media posts that said, free Palestine, and the other one said, F Israel. And she still works for the department. So you're going to hear a portion of our interview with Eli Crane. What a great American this man is. So my first question to the congressman is this, and again, this is given all of his military background and having seen this enemy up close and personal, I asked him, what was your reaction? What were you thinking when you found out that Israel was under attack? Well, I, you know, I was pretty disgusted, like a lot of Americans, at just seeing the brutality, the carnage, um, I, I think this attack was sadistic. But it probably uh, but didn't surprise you, did it? I mean, it, that kind it, of 
that that's where I was just going to go. It, it really yeah. didn't surprise me because I, I know the mentality of some of these folks. It, it really would shock a lot of Americans if I think if they and, and they saw it on on full display, they saw it in, in 9-11 and, you know, they've they've been exposed to it here and there in, over the, you know, the news over the course of decades. But many of them haven't. They've never fought against it. They've never been really close to it. And it's hard for, I think, Western Westerners to understand the ideology. Um, and, you know, it's it, and the sad thing is there are folks within this very body that, you know, I would say share the same ideology. It's why they won't condemn these these brutal attacks. But, you know, it it just it's it reminds all Americans why we need to continue to support Israel because of, they are and have been our number one ally for decades. Um, and they are surrounded by people that want, have ideologies that, you know, want to wipe them off the face of the earth. Um, but that being said, I, I want to remind everybody it's, you know, this is what we do all the time in Washington, DC, something happens around the world. It takes our attention away from, you know, uh, protecting the American people and our number one priority. And our, our number one priority, in my opinion, has to be, um, protecting the American people, protecting our homeland. Right now, we have a wide open southern border. We've had 250 individuals on the terror watch list in the last two years uh, that have been encountered by Border Patrol. Um, and I, I've got a list right here. Uh, these are some numbers for your viewers. We've got, we've had uh, 6,886 uh, individuals from Afghanistan, three over 3,000 from Egypt. Iran, we've had close to 700 individuals encountered at the southern border. Syria, 538. Uzbekistan, 13,624. Turkey, 30,000. Mm. I mean, it goes on and on and on. And it's like, if you don't think for a second there's individuals in this country right now who are lone wolves or operating with within a terror cell that are just waiting for the, you know, orders to start attacking uh, infrastructure killing Americans, you're a fool. Uh, you know, these these people, uh, many of them consider us to be the great Satan and they want to destroy us um, just like and, and they have they have similar uh, ideas about us as they do about, you know, Israel. And so we have to take this very seriously. We can't keep playing partisan politics with the security of American, you know, American people who count on us to keep them safe. I mean, that's our number one responsibility outside of protecting their unalienable God-given rights. And it pisses me off, guys, because I'm in the Homeland Security Committee when I hear my colleagues on the other side of the aisle who, you know, not only won't condemn some of these attacks, but, you know, won't even admit that, you know, a fence or a border wall is an important part of, you know, a border security system. It's really hard to keep people safe when you can't even admit that there's a reason why prisons have walls. There's a reason why schools have walls. There's a reason why castles had walls, right? These things, they're not, they're not security by themselves, but in a system with trained border patrol agents, technology, intelligence, um, you know, it, all of that, all of those deterrents together equal um, a security system. And that's one of the first things that we have to put back in place if we're going to keep the American people safe. Boy, I, listening to you, uh, you have so much credibility because you've seen this enemy up close and personal. 
And uh, I have a I have a pit in my stomach listening to you because I know you're speaking the truth, and I just realized we're not doing enough. You put out a press release, Congressman, talking about Joe Biden and his administration unchaining six billion dollars for use by the Islamic Republic of Iran with no accountability. One has to wonder how much of that money was being used to put this operation together or or for future operations, maybe even planned against the United States of America, the great Satan, as you mentioned. Yeah. You know, that's that's definitely, you know, a, a very good point. Right. And so the, the problem is, in many ways, because we're so foolish, in, in many ways, we end up funding that this type of terrorism, whether it's in Iran or whether it's Hamas or with other groups around the world. And I, I think it just it's a you know, you could argue, is it stupidity um, or is it, you know, nefarious, you know, within our own government and how we don't understand how uh, this ends up playing out around the world. But we need to wise up and we need to, you know, we need to implement some of the serious sanctions that, you know, we've had in the past with some of these terror organizations and with Iran. And when you cut off when you cut off a lot of the uh, the money and the foreign aid that goes to these groups, then a lot of that money can't be used um, in terror attacks and then be you know weaponized against the the very people that are paying for it. Congressman, I want to ask you about Nujwa Ali. She's the asylum officer from the Department of Homeland Security. You were the first person I heard of, actually the only person I've heard of, to actually call this woman out and ask the Department of Homeland Security to fire her. Could you give our listeners and our viewers a little bit of background, please? Basically, for those those of your viewers that aren't aware, um, recently it was found that a former spokeswoman for the Palestinian Liberation Organization this is, amazing. Uh, is now an asylum officer for the Department of Homeland Security. And right after the attacks uh, in Israel with Hamas, I believe on the seventh, you know, she posted uh, a, a social media post that had an individual hanging under a paraglider with a gun in his hand, um, saying "Free Palestine," right? And and so for those of you that aren't aware, uh, these hang gliders were one of the very means of infiltration that Hamas used to go butcher yeah. and kill um, Israelis. One of her other, one of her other posts. Um, you know, she's she Miss Ali exclaims, F Israel yeah. and any Jew who supports them. And this individual is responsible and has influence of who comes into this country, who who gets asylum or not. Do you think that you know that individual with that type of character might let individuals into this country that don't have Americans' best interests at heart, or maybe you know, Jewish Americans in best best interests in mind? Absolutely not. This is disgusting. She needs to be fired immediately. And uh, there, there need to be probably an investigation looked into, you know, what type of vetting did this individual get? But once again, we see that this administration, you know, once again, is not not only not protecting the American people, but instead of being America first, their agenda quite often is America last. So, you know, so you write this letter to the Department of Homeland Security, Mayorkas, calling for this woman's immediate termination. Again, she has these two brazen posts just to be so bold to put this out there, free Palestine, and then the F Israel, any Jew, Jew who supports Israel. And there's been there's been nothing. It's incredible. 
It's as if you're making this stuff up and it was all out there for everybody to see. Yeah. You know, it's, it is, it's, it's awful guys. But I mean, when you look at, when you look at so many of the the other things that this administration is up to, even at our Southern border, I mean, it almost seems like they do the exact opposite of common sense every single time. I mean, sometimes I get the feeling we're sitting ducks. What's to say we couldn't have another major attack on our homeland. I'm asking you this Congressman, not just as a representative of the people in the United States of America's Congress, but as a guy who is a former Navy SEAL who's seen this enemy up close and personal. And it's just a matter of time, in my opinion, before you see another, you know, 9-11 style attack on, um, you know, the U.S. homeland. I read you the numbers of the individuals or some of the numbers of the individuals and the countries that they've come from. Um, you know, and, and like I said, if you don't think within that 1.7 million gotaways, you know, there's individuals, you know, that we don't know who they are. We don't know where they're going. We don't know what their intentions are that would do harm to Americans. You're an absolute fool. Uh, So I'm just asking you, I know, you know, you've seen a lot and most of it, you know, will, will never be, will never be told. Most of your stories will never be told probably for good reason. But I just have to ask you, Congressman. Given everything you've seen, everything you know, and all that you've learned being a congressman in the United States of America, what's keeping you up at night these days? Oh, I mean, it's a it's a very it's a very long list, uh, but this is this is at the top of it. Knowing that my job, you know how it, what a priority it is in my job in our job to protect the american people knowing that we're not doing it knowing that an event like 911 how many families it destroyed how many communities it destroyed it it changed my life forever i dropped mm-hmm. out of school the very next week and joined the military and served for 13 years i went on five wartime deployments that had a major impact on my family as well and uh, just knowing that it's to me, it's not a question of if it's a question of when that happens. That's what keeps me up at night. And also our national debt keeps me up at night because I know that no country in the history of the world could continue to do what we do here, continually print money that we don't have, spend money that we don't have, and then go home and gaslight our voters and try and pretend um, that, that, that we're conservative. And so those are the things that keep me up at night. Um, it, that, you know, that being said, I'm going to, I'm going to keep working here. You guys, you know, you're stuck with me for at least, you know, another, you know, 14, I think 14 months and, uh, I'm running again. But if, 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 if I'm not successful in, in winning this race, then I'll go back to uh, spending time with my family. But those are the things that keep me up at night. Well, you just had a chance to meet Congressman Eli Crane. And by the way, I'll just say one more thing about the congressman. Newt Gingrich, at one time I had a lot of respect for Newt Gingrich, but I lost all of that respect, especially most recently when there was this debate for a new speaker in the House. And Eli Crane was one of the crazy eight, you know, one of the rebels that was really standing in the gap to make sure we had a conservative running the Republican side of the aisle. Well, now we have Mr. Johnson, and by all accounts, he's a pretty good guy. But Eli Crane was one of the eight congressmen standing in the gap, holding out. Now, you heard his story. Newt Gingrich referred to Eli Crane and the other seven 
as being traitors. Shame on Newt Gingrich to call a man who pledged his life, his sacred honor, his fortune for this country, dropping out of school after 9-11 to get in the fight like few ever get into the fight. Calling him a traitor, that is beyond the pale. Anyway, I hope you enjoyed this interview. I hope you will share it. It's quite telling, correct? I mean, I'm. it was a point in time, as you saw earlier, where I was just getting choked up talking about this. And I'm choked up right now as well because my country, our country, is going through gyrations that the founders, I don't believe, ever, ever imagined possible. But we live in a day of delusion and all the more reason for us to stay in the fight and become equipped with the truth. And, and don't forget to pray for our nation. Oh God, that there would just be an outpouring of your spirit on this land. Please subscribe. Please share. Thanks for all of your support. God bless you. God bless the United States of America.